Welcome to Beanpod by Upshot, the only Upshot podcast available. My name is Blake and I'm the head roaster here. Gentlemen, it's been a while since we've all uh, gotten together to do a podcast. I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty excited for this. And uh, today we've got a pretty pretty cool recap episode to talk about some some things that we did last month and it was kind of a kind of a big thing for Upshot and um, some other companies involved. So I'm excited to to talk about it. Um, first Drew, how's it going? Good to good to see you in the podcast room. I know it's good to be here. It's yeah. been a long time. Yeah, and I feel like Do we, we know the last last yeah. one we did <sighs> month and a half ago. I don't know. I don't even remember. I think it might have been longer. Could have been that. two months. <laughs> hey, but we needed to recharge. We had some some cool stuff going on, and now it's time to get back in the routine. And uh, I'm excited for it. Connor, how are you doing? I'm better now that I can close my computer and hopefully yeah. these reminders will not go off in the background. There's always <laughs> reminders going on, right? That's the whole thing. If, if you don't have reminders going on, it's like you're not going to remember. No. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, we've been doing really good. Um, we had a lot of opportunity to just kind of come up out of the blue, which kind of threw off our pattern. So getting invited up to SCA with Prime Coffee was awesome. Me and Blake were able to go do that. We missed having Drew there. We want him there absolutely next time. Um, and then we all ended up taking a trip down to Nashville and visiting a couple shots and, and getting our coffee on, on one of our friends' carts down there. So that was kind of back-to-back weeks that kind of threw us all into a little bit of a tailspin, but it was a lot of fun. I felt like we, 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 we got a lot of good time together, too, building those things and you know just getting out on the road and having a little bit of fun instead of just grinding away in, For sure. in the roastery. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was a lot of fun. I agree. I thought it was um... – we needed it. I think we came back from both those trips very inspired. There's mm-hmm. a lot of good energy that came back from that. But uh, that is kind of the whole, the first thing you talked about is our trip to SCA Portland. And for those of you that don't know what uh, SCA stand for, that is Specialty Coffee Association. And uh, basically they hold conferences um, every year in different countries and different parts of the U.S. And um, there's different competitions going on. There's booths everywhere. It's like you know, 10,000 plus people. And we were able to uh, go to that event through Prime Coffee. And um, I kind of wanted to, to throw it to you, Connor, about when it comes to Prime Coffee and our connection with them, because I feel like it was a pretty random connection, but a connection that has, you know, and we're going to get into the trip in another episode, <laughs> but um, a connection that has been pretty cool. So I'm excited to see, to, I kind of want to throw it to you, can you explain a little bit of our connection with Prime? Yeah, so we have a regular, uh, Caleb Guns, who comes into our shop and has been coming in for a long time. He's a good friend of mine, even outside of the shop now. We do cold plunges together in saunas and all kinds of crazy stuff. Crazy man. He does jiu-jitsu um, at another guy's gym, Revive uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu over in O'Fallon. And this guy told him that he had a dad that had a coffee farm, and his best friend from high school was importing coffee and working on getting stuff to the u.s so he said hey let me bring you some green coffee samples and uh you can let me know if this is any good and if you guys would be interested in buying any and i think we all pretty much assumed at that point it was going to be a disaster but we would do it nicely and then blindly cup them and and then he would realize on his own that maybe the coffee wasn't yeah all the way there yet um well and just a little little disclaimer is most brazil coffees we get in for the most part are we don't consider them super high quality. Maybe that's the, the when it came to what we've been sourcing. Yeah. Um, and maybe I could throw that to you, Drew. But most of the coffees that I've dealt with that are Brazilian, I've never been like, that is amazing. Yeah. And I think it's mainly because a lot of the good lots that importers get go really fast. True. That is um, a good point, too. 
or they're expensive and when we look for brazils a lot of time we're looking for like a blender uh quote unquote yeah we so we get thrown espresso yeah. and um right a little little bit cheaper um but we also didn't have super high expectations given this guy had really no prior experience doing this right right so well, I, mean, I mean we got green coffee and some ziploc bags essentially right. with no farm information no elevation so like we factor all that in of like what are the odds that these are just going to blow our mind when you know there there's really no information to go along with it on top of it and the guy just owns a you know jujitsu gym in o'fallon missouri right, right? like yeah. all that doesn't say this is going to blow your mind but we ended up sample roasting all of that, invited Joao back for a blind cupping, and we truly did it blind. We really had no opinion of his coffee. We decided to taste it with him, and the best coffee on the table <laughs> was one of his Brazils. So uh, it opened our eyes real quick that they actually had a pretty good idea on the Brazilian side, Agnar, that is working on on importing it to Jacksonville with Prime Coffee Company. Um has done an amazing job of sourcing this stuff. Absolutely. So we've actually just brought in our first 20 bags of it, and we're going to launch uh, the first blender for Single Revive. origin and espresso and Revive. So it's going to be in a lot of stuff. We're super excited. Yeah. And it is phenomenal. We've got – we ordered 20 bags of one lot that's going to go into a lot of different stuff for us that we're super excited about. I believe it's going to be single origin as well. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to do a special release for Revive that will be sold across two or three different jiu-jitsu gyms in St. Louis to help get Brazilian stuff moving throughout this area, through all the gyms. Yeah. And a little kind of background, and you threw out Agner's name there, and um, that is Junior's. And we'll, Junior will be on the podcast at some point. That's kind Gotta of be. pretty. And especially when we get back from Brazil, and that's, a, that's another trip we're going to touch on in another episode. But um, – he kind of grew up with Agner, and Agner all, like, he knows his coffee. He grew up, you know, on the farm picking coffee. His neighbors were farmers. Um, anybody you knew in this area, like, had some sort of connection to coffee. And Agner, um, he is now going to each one of these farms and, and meeting with the farmers and um, buying coffee from them. So he's the one that did all the, like, the groundwork yep. for the coffee we ended up getting into the roastery that junior is helping Agner with and so he's a childhood friend. So that's kind of the connection with him. And let me tell you, this guy knows his yeah. stuff. He, he is like true professional. Absolutely. He came in and cupped with us um, when, when we got back from Portland. And I remember Drew and I looking at each other like this guy. <laughs> yeah. He, he cupped the water first and he, a good sign. he did that. And he I had was a professional like, slurp. God damn. <laughs> this guy knows, <laughs> this guy what, he's knows what he's doing. <laughs> it was a pretty cool, uh, just getting somebody like that from a whole another country that we can consider like good friends now is uh, it was a pretty cool connection. But anyway, kind of going down to connecting this to Portland, um, we roasted this coffee and we really enjoyed it. And um, and then Junior just mentioned, hey, we're gonna be in SCA Portland, and I remember just being like, seriously, like I, we've been trying to go to Portland for, <laughs> or not Portland, we've been trying to go to an SCA event for so long. And this guy that, you know, owns a jujitsu gym is kind of doing this on the side is about to just go to this event. I was jealous. I was super jealous. He's already and got a booth, son. He's got a booth. And <laughs> so he he's like, can you roast this for me? And we're like, yeah, we can roast a lot of coffee for you. But like, how are you going to prepare it? And he's like, how about we just, you know, get you down there? So he bought my ticket and Connor got his own ticket and uh, we flew down there and stayed with him and... um it was kind of surreal, honestly. It was just all very last minute. Yeah, as well. it was like within. <laughs> I think we had like two weeks to prepare for yeah, it. I think it was less. It made it like, like a week yeah. and a half. And um, crazy. 
We had to try to get some sort of mock cupping scores. We had to get notes. We had to get you know price sheets going, and it was uh, yeah all real quick. But I think we were all like up for the task because this mm-hmm. is all we this is what we do. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. We scored all of their coffees and priced them for them, um, and I really enjoyed the whole yeah. process. And we made sure, obviously, we're not Q grade certified, but we made sure to throw other coffees on the table from other importers that we have worked with and that had you know actual certified cupping scores and i think we did a pretty fair job with it yes. without being just like we're just gonna throw 88 on this because we think yeah it's good we also did all of it blind you know we made yeah. sure all of the scores lined up so yeah and i think i think in the end it it was pretty well reflected and all of them were very yeah. very good like really good yeah it was, it was really fun to to work with um, but when we got down there, it was, you know, I got in at like one thirty, just in a crazy day of travel. And the first person I see at the door, everybody's sleeping. And Agner is the first guy that I, that I see in the room and he doesn't speak English. So I get in the, the Airbnb and, and we're like trying to communicate and where am I going to sleep? Where is he sleeping? Who's in the, this bed right here? And who's, yeah, it was, it was a pretty funny entry to the trip, but. We got uh we woke up that morning and started prepping the booth and I just remember hearing my bedroom door open at like one thirty in the morning and someone being like, Oh, I think there's someone in here. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I think they're gonna figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh <laughs> But yeah, I think in the end, like those experiences are really fun because you don't know what to expect. No, and dude. you're kinda just it's going the wild for it. west and it's yeah. kinda fun. Like you don't wanna live like that all the time, but once in a while to sprinkle yeah. that in is really refreshing it's exciting. for me. Right. I agree. And I, I really think that it made the experience overall just a little bit more who knows what's going to happen. And, and I think it really, really was, was fun. And I'm excited to, to see what our connection with prime is going to be down the road. But I do want to dive into um, the event. And if, I don't know, kind of, maybe I'm just throwing this to you and you can think about this, but did you have a certain moment that you're like, wow, this is, this is really cool. If that may have been at a certain booth uh, walking around, cause we got to meet a lot of people that, yeah, like I had been waiting to meet, I feel like with importers and I wouldn't say there's one of those moments. I would say for me, like, you know, we've been when we had VB chocolate bar, we've been in this for 10, 11, 12 years, but we've only really been taking the, the roasting side seriously for the last year and a half, two years. So we've been around coffee for a long time, but very serious about it the last year and a half, two years. So for me, like all these people that I've known and seen and followed for the last, I don't know, 10 years, um, seeing them in person and talking to them and just being finally at an industry event surrounded by all the things that I get to, you know, be fascinated by, be curious about and have everything together. Right. Was just like, I don't know. It was like a level of serotonin that you're pretty sure you're in the right industry for you when you're that excited to walk around and look at equipment and sample coffee. And, you know, it was everything from, you know, walking by a booth and seeing Mark Mickelson, you know, my favorite roaster for Onyx back in the day. Right. And just sitting there talking to him for five minutes randomly. And then you go over to the forward booth and, you know, we had just found out we we're going to place in that roasting competition, getting to talk to the, the guys at forward. It was just all these people that you're kind of randomly talking to and you kind of know, like you're just in the same room and you're able to actually connect with them. And that was just fun and exciting to actually be a part of it instead of watching it from the outside. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I think just walking around them, we went to the uh, coffee net booth and they had a cupping and and being able to talk to them and, and them already knowing us was like, Oh cool. Like this is, this is kind of sweet. We can go walk up to this booth and, and already already have this connection, which is, which was pretty sweet. I thought all the roasting was 
what made me nerd out the most having you know a roast booth having a stronghold booth having a luring booth and like you can actually go and roast on the machines kind of just got me i don't know i felt like i was in a dream and um yeah i think you know when you feel like you're in a dream i feel like you know you're in the right place in the right industry so um but you one thing you did mention and i'm gonna kind of throw it to to drew for this but uh the forward booth (laughs) that was the company that we have competed now in two seasons of their competition season eight and season nine yes. and um we season nine and ten actually well we are going to be okay and yeah, then 11, 11 is, okay is next cool season. so we'll be competing in the next um competition as well but just a little rundown they they're a company out of canada and um i walked up to their booth and was able to talk about how we were competing and got to talk to cole the kind of the founder of the company mm-hmm. um for a long time and and just talk to him about how much we appreciated it but um if you want to break down season uh 10 drew i think yeah also a little shout out to cole just won the canadian brewers cup yeah that was yes. so congratulations going to, to worlds him. right yes yes be cool to one day get that man on this podcast. Who knows if that'll ever happen? But what's going to happen if we do well in the next competition? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just got to keep doing well. <laughs> just keep doing better. And but he was a fascinating play. dude. Um, and what but, I really liked about their booth too, because there was a couple booths I kept finding myself at multiple times a day. Right, take away. Was, forward was one of them mm-hmm. because they had a bunch of insane coffees that they were just preparing that were from all these different roasters that were insane roasters with these high end coffees that they import like a kilo, two kilo at a time. So it was just like every time you went by there, there'd be like three new coffees from someone I'd never heard of from some, right. some super rare green coffee that I've never had before. And it was just like, they were just giving it away nonstop. And, and I was yeah. like, nobody this, was, I like, I would pay so much money for this. Nobody right. was taking up the opportunity. That was the one thing I noticed. I was like, what? You're just, how are these not gone? Like, why are people walking by this and not like, they're yeah. telling people, people to take this. People don't realize it's like $30 like, for that bag. Yeah, you know? I was like, this is insane. Like this just, this is crazy. I feel like I'm yeah. in a dream world. And then the other yeah. booth was like, dude, I kept going over that Slayer booth, dude. They kept yeah. pulling me single origin shots of insane Yemens, insane coffees from all over. And I was just like, the fact that I could just walk up and have a shot pulled for me. That would pay $10 for anywhere, yeah. hands down. Right. I mean, that's how good these shots were. And I could just go there three times a day and talk to the barista and try insane. Like, that stuff was so fascinating to me. I agree. And for the competition that we uh, – it was a perfect timing because we walked up and instantly be like, oh, yeah, we just placed top five in your competition. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like, oh, really? What, what was your – you know, that was a yeah. cool thing. Do you want to give us a rundown of what that coffee was before? Yeah. So I actually don't have it on here. Well, we, uh, we've talked about forward. If you want to give it like a quick rundown of how that competition works. Yeah. So basically they will send us a green coffee and we have no information on it, but it's usually very high quality and has a good backstory to it is usually the criteria. Um, they work direct trade with all of them and... Uh, they'll send it to us, we'll roast it, and then send it back to them. And they score everything and... An insane amount of data. Yeah. Give you all kinds of different, you know, uh, the roast degree, the density, all kinds of stuff. The nerdy, nerdy, The nerdy stuff side. we love. Yeah. Quite honestly, all the information that we really, really need and some of the things we just don't have the tools to measure it yet. So, like, this is great because we can get... 
density. We can get the color tron all the way through. We can get all those things that we can't. We don't have the tools yet in house. We're acquiring those things, but it's fascinating to be able to get that feedback that we don't have the capability of yet. Yeah. So this season ten, uh, the competition coffee was a Rwanda Rugali washed. Um, it's a farm that they visited in 2017, I believe. They were the first uh, farm in Rwanda to be approved to process natural coffees, which is pretty interesting. Um, but this was a washed red bourbon. Uh, and the notes that they got out of it were sweet lemon iced tea, floral, brown sugar, marzipan, apricots, and mandarin. Yum. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Well, and we had just roasted our first Rwanda here. Like, yes. Yeah. And that Rwanda's phenomenal. It's so good. So I, it's just the, the timing of it all was like, oh. Because I remember we looked at each other. We're like, what do you think this coffee is? Because we didn't really know. And I was like, I think it's maybe a Rwanda. We yeah. got one right on the table. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. I uh, didn't expect us to be right, you know? Right. Because, you know, why would we? <laughs> you just pretty, got a random coffee. a lot of possibility of yeah and we are going to be selling a few jars of that coffee correct yes yes we have uh i think we're going to be able to get nine jars so you heard it here first when we announced that there's nine jars nine jars don't sleep on this coffee it's gone it's going to be gone quick mm -hmm. yes um and it's going to be sorted roasted on the akawa same kind of process i took to actually roast the competition one so jump on it boom um we got a lot of interesting data from it. We ended up placing fifth. Um, if people have not heard, uh, our f overall cup score was a 77.33. Um, fourth was a 77.58. Second and third tied at a 77.75. And then the winner from Korea, 5F Coffee Lab, stomped everybody with a 79.17 well hey you gotta ridiculous you do gotta mention that we're the only in the top five u.s roasters so. that's true we did we take the, the 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 champion out of u.s <laughs> so we did we'll say that um funny enough our coffee was the darkest out of the top 10 which is shocking to us yeah i hate we don't consider ourselves dark roasters at all not at all but um out of competition level coffee i guess yeah lot to consider absolutely and, and that kind of takes me to my next question if if you're ready to transition you got a few more things to talk about drew because i have kind no, of a I'm, question on season 11 is yeah. how are we going to use season 10 to maybe better allow us to maybe place higher in season 11 or do better or just learn from it what do you think Five is unacceptable, Drew. How do you become one? I know. Um, <laughs> about two degrees? Yeah, about two degrees drop temp, maybe. Uh, so, yeah, we were the darkest again, which is weird because I didn't think that we were roasting our coffee very dark at all. We actually roasted last season. Um, I believe it was a 405 drop temp. Um, were you four oh in that coffee was from thailand right yeah yeah um but this this round we did at 400 because our coffee was too dark last time 
turn out to be still too dark somehow. Um, so next time I'm going to go lighter still. We also used a different profile that roasts a little more gently into development. And we're getting around like a four ROR per minute, not per 30 seconds. Which is abstract. If you yes. don't know much about it, roasting, but, but if you do. First off, what is ROR, Drew? Let's not get into this. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, we are roasting it very, very gently through development and extending that phase, uh, but not developing it very much. So apparently we still need to develop it less. Um, and it kind of reinforced further the uh, idea that we had last time about how it continues to ages. develop after it ages yeah. yeah which is i'd love to know scientifically but i brought that up to cole is like we're really seeing and he's like that is a really good question because we only take color readings basically after you after we roast we have a machine that analyzes the color of the bean and then we take that data but we don't color read it after yeah you know which makes sense weeks down the line um but if 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 we do think that that yeah. is getting darker after a month like it's possibly two degrees more it's like right it's yeah. worth knowing it it uh definitely makes it tough though just to you know find a practical way to implement that like right. are you gonna age out the coffee before right. you send it to the shop exactly. or you know so i don't know uh it opens up a pandora's box of more it questions does. it does but it does so does everything that is the beauty of this competition too yes uh um, i really enjoyed it i think we've we've learned a lot and overall it's just allowed us to push the bar a little bit and to get our name out there is another big thing i think when we looked at our website the other day we had a ton of entries from canada a ton of entries from like a few from like japan or something like that we just had they yeah. weren't all from st charles and st yeah. louis there was a lot yeah. of um other you know areas that were, were tuning in to our website which is right our goal yeah um i feel like it definitely gave us you know a little bit of recognition that we were waiting on no doubt um because we think we're doing a lot of really cool stuff over here and doing it very well solidifies it a little bit so yeah definitely reinforce that for us well we hope you guys are noticing all that in the shop too like absolutely the amount of work that drake uh blake and drew have put in over here with laura with myself uh but specifically those two really pushing the bar the last six months we hope that you guys are seeing at the cafe level all that work because the data we're getting through our blind cuppings here like it's the coffee's really, really good. Yeah. yeah, Improved a lot. And we hope that you guys are seeing that and appreciating that as well. And it's, you know, not just getting lost on competitions and so forth. But we hope all that's translating to the shop and you guys are really enjoying it and noticing a difference there. And, and you know, it's exciting for you as well because it's very exciting to us what we're pushing out right now. Yeah, we're, mm -hmm. we're big nerds, but it is very exciting. And I'm excited to see where it's going to go. But... Other than that, I think it's a pretty good recap of our SCA experience and, and forward. Do you guys have anything else to add? I don't think so. Awesome. Well, if anybody is upset that we haven't been posting a ton, sorry. We're going to be back, and we're going to have more backstock here. We're going to have more podcasts coming out, so just stay tuned, and uh, we're excited to, to keep you guys updated on all of our Upshot-related content. So uh, make sure you tune in to uh, our Instagram, all of our new coffee releases, and everything going on in the Upshot world. We love you guys and talk to you soon. Peace. Peace.